Hello and welcome to the Revolution City Church podcast. I'm Dave Hager and I trust you enjoy this podcast. Thanks for listening. Psalm 67. I pray we can personalize this psalm today. It's like this psalm was written for you. Psalm 67. It's about the favor of God. And I feel like the favor of God is, is, is a great thing because we get blessed, I know, but God wants us to be blessed to be a blessing. And um, he wants us to have impact and influence in the marketplace, to translate that favor um, to the marketplace. I'm just seeing, um, okay, is that better? Um, I'm just getting the right view, speaker view. I don't know, what's better? Is that view better? So It's all good? That's all right. I'm playing around with the views. I'm meant to be preaching. Hang on. Stick to the script, David. No, but um, so Psalm 67. I feel like God is, is saying favor, but expect, expect God's favor in this challenging time. Um, Tyron has a saying, um, where you look determines where you live. Where you look determines where you live. Where are we looking? Where is our focus? It determines where you live. And I feel like God doesn't want us to necessarily look inward. Um, but to be focused outward and upward, outward and upward. Where you look determines where you live. And I feel like God is saying we should expect favor in our lives, expect favor, anticipate favor. Um, so sometimes we can anticipate what's the next thing that's going to go wrong, you know, what's the next thing. But I feel like, no, there are challenges in life, but God does want us to expect favor because we are his children. We are his favored children. You are his favored child. And um, I feel like God wants us to expect heavy favor. So I'm putting out the phrase here, heavy favor. And we're going to look at Psalm 67, an intense uh, season of favor. And uh, I feel like God wants us to anticipate freshness, fresh favor, fresh things in this season of of so-called lockdown. I'm glad we're starting to come out of it. Um, but Tyron recently shared this scripture, Psalm 67, and um, I took note of it because every time Tyron shares a scripture to the world um, and to NCMI, I, I take it as a big deal, the scriptures that he shares. And Psalm 67 has been a scripture that's been burning on my heart for the last few years, and I've shared it, I think, a couple of times in this church, Psalm 67. I feel it's profound for the end times. And uh, how many of you agree that things are hotting up? In terms of end times, I feel like with this whole coronavirus lockdown, I think we're going to emerge from it and things aren't going to be the same. Even on the global stage, you see some quite profound things are happening um, in terms of shifts globally. And um, if we need to discern the times. Uh, Matthew 24, we shouldn't be surprised at some of these shakings, Jesus said. Don't be surprised at what you see. But, but God says, live ready and be ready um, for sudden changes. Um, and I just keep coming back to this, not to let fear and negativity grip us during this time. I feel like there's a lot of fear in the media right now. I mean, some of it's real. Of course, the thing we face is real. The virus is real, etc. But on top of that, I feel like there's so much negativity, so much fear being sown. And uh, fear can paralyze us. But I don't believe God wants us to be paralyzed. I don't believe God wants his church to be paralyzed. I believe we need to be in faith now as more as much as ever and see the opportunities that God puts in front of us there's doors opening in front of us that I feel God wants us to step through so can you say amen let's say no to fear and say yes to faith 
Say yes to um, favor. So, um, as I said last time, I think some people are riding off 2020. Let's ride it off and let's just start living in 2021. But I don't believe that. I believe we got more than half of this year to go. And I feel like it can be a good year and a year of opportunity. We're not riding off 2020. We're saying, actually, there's opportunities here for us personally in the marketplace, in our jobs, in our families. There's opportunities and uh, I don't want to miss any of those opportunities. As I, I've said before, don't just see the chaos, but see the convergence. Um, things are being shaken, but this is the time for the church to rise. Rise, shine, for your light has come, and the glory of the Lord rises upon you. Thick darkness covers the earth, and darkness covers the people. But the Lord says, my glory shines on you, and my glory is arising over you. And I just feel like we need to rise with God. In, in his glory um, and arise and shine as the church shine where God's put us we're, we're wondering you know where do we shine? shine where God's put you God's put you in a workplace shine there God's put you in a family shine there wherever you are just shine with the love of God shine with the glory of God shine with the favor of God that's it gets down to simple Christianity shining where God's put you can you say amen all right and I feel like um, we can expect God's heavy favor in a time of pressure we can expect his pr protection we can expect his provision we can expect his promise for the future and his promise for generations so why don't we turn to psalm 67 if you got it there psalm 67 i'll just read it out um okay the nations exhorted to praise god it says here to the chief musician on stringed instruments so we could be singing this you know on a stringed instrument um, a psalm, this is a song, a song of favor. So Psalm 67, I'm actually reading it in the Amplified. God be gracious and kind hearted to us. God be gracious and kind hearted to us and bless us. So I'm praying this morning that you personalize this psalm and make his face with favor shine on us. Shine, radiance, the radiance of his favor, shine on us. And then there's the word selah. Who, who knows what selah means? S-E-L-A-H. Pause. Yes, that's right. Pause. So let's pause. So, uh, to pause and consider. So let's pause and take that in. And I'll read it again. God, be gracious and kind-hearted to us and bless us and make his face shine with favor on us. So yes, Lord, we pause, we take that in. That's incredible words, incredible words to us this morning. God's gracious to us. He's kind hearted. God's just kind. I felt recently in my life, I just find I'm saying to God, you're just so kind. You're kind to me. You're kind. You're, just, you're a kind God. You're a loving God. And bless us, the blessing of God on us. He blesses his children. And his face just... Picturing his face shining on us, the radiance, his face shining on us. An amazing thing, an amazing thing that I'm thankful for. And then amazingly, verse 2, that your way may be known on earth, your salvation and deliverance among all nations. So we're talking about favor here, but it's connected to the nations. God's way, known on the earth, is connected to him blessing us and his face shining on us. That's an incredible thing. So God is blessing us with a favor that can be seen by others, that can be seen in the nations. I, I find that's a powerful witness. 
So one of the things is we witness to people. We give them the seven keys to salvation or whatever. We witness to people. But the favor of God on us is a witness to people around us. And my prayer is the favor of God is so strong in us that others around can see that favor and say, wow, that's, that's, that's amazing. Mm-hmm. You know, God has revealed through his favor upon us. And that's my prayer for each one of us, that the favor of God is so heavy on us that people go, whoa, what's going on here? Whoa. I've had people say that to me before. I've had people say that to me in the workplace. Um, I worked in banking for a while and I remember I, I wrote with two other people the strategic plan of Bank SA. Um, whenever you're writing a strategic plan for five years, it, everyone always laughs and jokes because all the, all the action happens in year three, four, and five. Um, it's just a bit of a joke, but... Um, people used to say to me, David, you've, I just see you falling on your feet all the time. You're always falling on your feet. And people in the bank were always saying that to me, you're falling on your feet. But of course, it's the favor of God. Where we go in our workplace, we see favor, God opening up markets and doors and things to us. Um, it's not me falling on my feet. It's the favor of God. And people notice that. People in your workplace notice that favor of God that's on your life. And... Uh, I just love this connection with the nations here. Verse 3, let all the peoples praise you, O God. Let all the peoples praise you. So that's what happens when God's favor comes, when his grace comes. The peoples praise him. They can see it and they praise him. And we praise him. Let all the peoples praise you, God. Verse 4, let the nations be glad and sing for joy. For you will judge the people fairly and guide the nations on earth. Selah. So that's that pause again. Let the nations be glad and sing for joy. I can see that. I can just see that. God, open my eyes to that. I want to see the nations glad and sing for joy. I know we're in this lockdown, but my vision is, Lord, I want to see the nations be glad and sing for joy. I don't know when we can travel next internationally, but I want to see the nations be glad and sing for joy. Verse 5, let the peoples praise you, O God. Let all the peoples praise you. I just got this vision of all the nations praising him on earth. God has a, God's heart pulsates for the nations we want to see all the nations praising him around the throne in heaven it says in revelation 4 and 5 there's the different nations every tribe tongue people and nation around the throne praising him salvation belongs to our god and to the lamb salvation belongs to our god and to the lamb so in heaven there's this picture of the nations around the throne surrounding the throne praising him every tribe tongue people and nation so here on the earth we want to see that happen we want to see people from every nation uh, be touched by god the earth has yielded its harvest. Wow, what a scripture. The earth has yielded its harvest. And then it's got here in brackets as evidence of his approval. What does that even mean? I believe it's talking of a massive harvest. I believe the gospel is going out across the earth. Even in this time of lockdown, I hear of churches reaching more people. Um, we don't do a live stream. We do a Zoom call. But I'm hearing of churches doing Zoom, uh, live streams and the message is going out to a lot more people that are tuning in. People are getting saved. So whether we go to a live stream at some stage, but it's just interesting how the church adapts during this time. Um, but the earth has yielded its harvest. God, our God, blesses us. Yes, Lord, we can say yes. God blesses us and all the ends of the earth shall fear him. Now, this is an interesting dynamic. That the fear of God comes on people when they see God blessing his church. With awe-inspired reverence and submissive wonder. That's an amazing dynamic where the fear of God comes on the world because of the favor on the church and on his people. 
It's an incredible thing. And so I just pray this morning that Psalm 67 speaks to you. Psalm 67, you can personalize it. That the favor of God is towards you. The grace of God is towards you. His blessing is towards you. It's not that person over there is blessed, but I'm not. That person over there is blessed, but I'm not. No, this is for you. This is for all of us. To say, thank you, Lord, for your blessing. Thank you, Lord, for your favor. To say, I'm a favored child of the living God. I'm, a, I, I'm part of his family. And his goodness is towards me. His goodness gravitates towards me. But also, he wants me to live in that favor and blessing, but to be a blessing to others, to, be, to make an impact in the marketplace, to shine in the workplace, to shine where God's put me, um, to let that overflow of my life touch others around me so they come under my umbrella of blessing. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm feeling that right now. I mean, I'm, I was out this week visiting a, a couple of workplaces and um, as we come out of restrictions and just looking to be a blessing, looking to be a cheerleader for businesses. So um, my job is to in digital marketing is to bless businesses and see their profile raised and see them get more sales. And me and my uh, business partner, we pray for those businesses and we tell them we're praying for your business, you know. Um, we just want to be a blessing in the marketplace and then to come up with solutions in the marketplace that bless bless others. So a few just short points around this. Um, give yourself permission to be blessed. Psalms in life... We don't give ourselves permission to be blessed. God wants to bless us. His hand is towards us. His favor is towards us. But inside we go, no, I'm not worthy. God, I don't accept this. I mean, he's, it's like God's holding out a gift to you. And sometimes as people, we struggle to receive gifts. And anyone here struggle to receive a gift? Like people want to give you a gift and you go, oh, no, 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 no. I don't want to, I don't want to, no, don't, don't give me that gift. I don't want to receive it. And sometimes we can feel unworthy. But we need to say, Lord, I'm your child. In a way, we aren't worthy. We don't have a righteousness of our own, but we say, Lord, I just receive your gifts and your favor as your child. Simple. I just receive whatever you have for me, Lord. Whatever you have for me, Lord, I give that permission in my own heart for breakthrough and favor on my life. God is kind. He blesses us. He causes his face to shine upon us. And I want to say, Lord, I'm open. So however you want to bless me, however you want to touch me with your favor. Um, I'm not holding back. I'm not letting there be a barrier for you to bless me. God may, I believe God wants to bless us at times in, in ways that could be embarrassing, like enviable favor like Isaac had in Genesis 26, where the favor is obvious and it's strong and it's heavy favor. But some of us can struggle to receive that. So why me? That's the point. Why me? It's because God's kind, because he's loving. And he wants to bless his children. So I just say, Lord, whatever you have for me, I receive it. Point number two. Uh, I believe that we should feel like um, we can expect the keys of the kingdom when it comes to the city of Melbourne. I believe we can expect to have favor in the city of Melbourne. I feel like we should even walk around like we own the city in the sense that we have spiritual authority and we can expect doors to open into the city of Melbourne. I don't, I don't believe we should walk around feeling unworthy when it comes to Melbourne. And so I just want to put it out there that the favor that we have would overflow to Melbourne and other cities as well. And that we would walk around saying, yes, God's given me the keys of the kingdom. Whatever we bind on earth has already been bound in heaven. Whatever we loose on earth has already been loosed in heaven. And that we can go around 
as it were, binding and loosening and exercising spiritual authority, expecting doors to open in the cities that God has us walk in and tread in. He gives us the land where our feet tread, it says in Joshua, you know. Joshua gave them, Joshua and Caleb, God gave them um, the land where their feet trod. Take off your feet, you're standing on holy ground. And I feel like wherever we tread, our feet tread, we have authority. And I want to remind us of that, even though we're in lockdown, wherever our our feet tread, God gives us the land. Um, And point number three, I believe there's an end time favor for the church, which will cause many to fear God. I'm just going to throw that out there because a lot of people are talking gloom and doom when it comes to end times. Gloom and doom. We're all going to be persecuted. We're all going to be, you know, just locked away, persecuted under the thumb. But I, I know there's going to be persecution. The Bible says that in Matthew 24. Um, we're going to be, there's going to be persecution. But at the same time, this Psalm 67, and if you read Revelation, we win. And I believe we should be open to end time favor on the church, favor in the nations. I believe God wants to open up the nations in the end times. And, um, you know, NCMI, but not just NCMI, it's not just NCMI. Um, I believe that we need to take hold of that favor in the nations. As I say, will cause many to fear God when they see the favor on God's people. Um, point number four, God is wanting fresh expressions of the church. When they see the favor on us, when they see the freedom on us, they will wonder. The Bible says they will wonder here in Psalm 67. And so I believe God wants fresh expressions of the church um, to walk in his freedom, to walk in his favor. Uh, that will, will be a sign and wonder in itself. Um, so, yeah, and, and on that, you know, this week um, I'm, I'm contacting a pastor in the city of Melbourne who's contacted us. He wants to know more about what we're involved in. Um, so people are looking in what, more about what we're involved in coming out of a certain structure, repositioning. Um, so pray for me. I'm talking to a pastor this week in the city of Melbourne. Um, so regarding these things. Point number five, share your favor with others. We're blessed to be a blessing. So the whole point is Genesis 12. We're not just blessed so I can get a Lamborghini. You know, we're not just blessed so I can get a massive house. That kind of Christianity. I, I believe in prosperity, but not where it's just all about me and how much I can accumulate. It's, it's about a flow. I'm blessed to be a blessing. And so we let others come under our umbrella of favor. Um, Genesis 12, be blessed, but blessed to be a blessing. That's the key. So I want to be a channel of blessing to others. So my vision is, Lord, thank you for your blessing. Thank you for Psalm 67. But I want it to be a favor that extends beyond me to, to, to live for others. We, we're not living for ourselves. We're living actually for others. And as we live for others, God just adds to that channel for us to be blessed. So if our focus is on just me holding the blessing in just for me, that's not the right focus. It's even in Psalm 67, God's talking about the nations here. He's talking about his favor, but then he's talking about the nations. So discipling nations. So it's not just favor for me just to have favor. Yes, but it's to, I'm not laboring this too much, but to, let, to be a channel of blessing to the nations. Blessed to be a blessing. Um, so point number six, Psalm 67 is about the nations. Verse two, have we, heart, have we got a heart for the nations? Have we got a heart for different people groups? Have we got a heart to pray for nations? Have we got a heart to go to nations? 
Have we got a heart to see nations get lifted up? We are connected to nations. I want to say we are connected to nations. Some of us went to Canada. Was it last year? Seems like yesterday. Last year we went to Canada. And the church that um, was in the start of this um, meeting here with the worship, we went to that church, Oceanside. And um, we are connected to nations. Even as part of NCMI, we are connected right across the world to nations. If you want, you can go. You can't right now, but you can go to equips all around the world. You can connect with churches and leaders and, and, and people all around the world. Just about pick a nation. We have a presence there and we're building with those people. Um, and so I just want to encourage us to have a heart for nations. Be open to God. The Bible says, ask of me and I'll give you the nations as your inheritance. It's part of our inheritance. It's part of my inheritance is the nations. Your inheritance is the nations. And God wants a people that invest in nations, go to nations, pray for nations, because that's what's on his heart. And uh, you see that here in Psalms. In fact, you see in all the Psalms, a lot of the Psalms talk about nations. People miss that whole thing. But the, the Psalms are full of God's heart for the nations. And so I just want to encourage us when it comes to the nations. You say, well, I haven't got the finances. Well, I've seen God do miracles in my life where I haven't even been able to afford petrol money. And then suddenly God opens the door and I've gone on a trip to the USA, Mexico, Fiji, um, semi-lord to the islands. Um, and I've been to the third world countries. I've been to India. India, that's a challenging place to go, but I love it there in India. God gives you a, 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 a you can see the beauty in a nation. So you go to India, the smells are just off the charts. <laughs> you know, I've never smelt smells like in India. The God gets you to see the beauty of the, of the people. The best thing about any nation is the people, the beauty of the, the people, mm. of the land. Um, you go to harsh places, you know. The back blocks of Indonesia, quite challenging, you know. Um, I've been there. And just once again, the beauty of the people. And, and, and you see the beauty of the nation. God's heart for the nations. and changes your life. And, you know, I just want to say, God, I mean, we do relate to NCMI. Um, and uh, we can open up the whole world to you. I mean, if you've got a heart for just about any place, any nation, any city, we can connect you um, to that place, to business people, to believers in other, other nations. We are part of something big. We are part of something massive. And the whole um, uh, celebration that we're going to have this year, that's been uh, postponed till next year. Till October, the same time next year in South Africa, in Johannesburg. So save your money. If you've already been saving, you get an extra year to save your money. And so the world equip, the world equip in Johannesburg is moved to October next year. So we're planning to be there. There's going to be like 10,000 people there. And um, from all over the world, leaders from and, and believers from all over the world. So... Um, and I just want to update us, update us this morning. I'm, I'm preaching on the God of the nations here. Uh, there's a partnering church that we partner with in Beirut, Lebanon. Um, I can't tell you the name of this church because it's a bit secret. Um, but we got a message from these guys in Beirut, Lebanon, saying, I just want to wish you happy Resurrection Day. Jesus is alive. This is recently... Jesus is alive indeed. Regardless of the curfew here in Beirut, God is moving amazingly throughout our nation and even in the Middle East. God is moving in the Middle East. We are seeing thousands are following and watching our live streaming services 
And many, many are calling us and sending us messages and with tears they are getting saved. We are also recording several miracles of healings from all kinds of sicknesses. Our church teams and leaders are in full action online and even providing food and bread to hundreds of poor families around the city of Beirut. Indeed, the time after the coronavirus will not be like the time before, and I'm sure that Jesus is going to reveal himself alive more to millions around the world. I can share so many stories also about the response of people in the Arab world toward our live streaming and how hungry and thirsty they are for the word of God. God bless you. And again, Jesus is alive. Hallelujah. From Beirut, Lebanon. So we are partnering with a church, this church in Beirut, Lebanon, and they're seeing a ton of people saved. They're seeing miracles. And so even maybe on Wednesday night, we can pray for those guys too. In Beirut, we have the privilege of praying for the nations, Beirut, Lebanon. So this is what I'm talking about today. God's favor going out across the nations. And I feel like we're part of that. We may be a humble expression, but we are plugged into something big and we are part of that. God is breathing afresh on dreams. And I believe we are in a season of radical suddenlies. People are rediscovering their powerful identity in God and influencing and impacting our spheres of influence like never before. And believers are rediscovering the victory they already have. There's an acceleration in this season. God is into upgrades. We're seeing fresh expressions from a loving father. And God is showing up strong in people's lives where there's, you felt a powerlessness. You felt a, you've been going through a tough time, a trial. But I feel like as we look out and look up, God is healing us. He's restoring us. And he's setting us into a global vision. Um, God's favor is falling where there's been fire in people's lives. I know we can feel vulnerable, but um, we have what we need in God. And we're breaking ground for others. That's what I believe we're doing. We have fullness of victory. We can live our lives with unshakable confidence. There's a weariness over some in the church, but God's weather forecast hasn't changed. Um, where the enemy has tried to destroy people, God will raise you up even in that same area. He's the God of Ephesians 3.20. He does more than we can ask, think, or imagine according to the power that's at work within us. Lids are coming off. Ceilings are being lifted. Um, and your unique expression is coming out. I want to preach one day on authentic, not just authentic Christianity, but being the authentic you. God wants us to be authentic. He wants to bring out the authentic you. We're not meant to be cut, cookie-cut Christians all copying each other. Um, all being the same, hey, same haircuts, um, wearing the same clothes, speaking the same language. He wants unique people that are the unique selves. That's where we become powerful. Mm. It's not copying people or some Christian subculture. It's being released to be who we are in God. And we want to encourage each other to do that. Uh, let's dream big. This is a season of radical dreaming. And so just to end here, I just believe we can believe God for heavy favor in challenging times. Heavy favor in challenging times. Um, and I'm saying challenging times. I know we are facing challenging times. This is not some pie in the sky, air favor. We are facing some real challenges. But I believe that through this, God is pouring out his favor on us as we look out, look up, look to him and just uh, say, Lord, I'm just a candidate for your favor. I know I'm not perfect and I fall down. I'm not, but I'm not disqualifying myself because if God's not disqualifying me, why should I disqualify myself? I am qualified in Christ. I am qualified in Christ. I don't have a righteousness of my own. My righteousness is filthy rags, but I have the righteousness of Christ imputed to me. And let's live 
And let's thank God for his favor today. Let's thank God for his heavy favor. His face shines upon us. He blesses us. He's gracious to us. He's kind to us. And let that overflow to others around us. Let it overflow to our families. Let it overflow to our city and to the nations, uh, extending out into nations. Can you say amen? <clears throat> All right, let's just pray. Why don't we pray? Thank you, Lord. I just... Um,